Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer Podcast. And this, I guess, isn't just a, another episode. Uh, this week I am doing a special mini series on finding career clarity. So you will get an episode from me today, tomorrow, and the day after. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week, we are going into the new year. The new year is just several days away if you're listening to this live. And You know, I think it brings up a lot of feelings for people, especially those of you who are currently in a career transition or thinking about a career transition. And I think a lot of pressure gets put on new year and new you and new this and new that. And I think it's, like I said, it causes a lot of pressure. And so rather than feeling the pressure of getting this new job, finding this new role, right? I mean, I, that, that will linger, that will be there. I think it's really, really important to think about it in the sense of how can I get clarity in this? And that's really when I see a lot of people make huge leaps and bounds when it comes to actually finding, landing, and loving a huge part of that, right? Loving their dream career in learning and development. Because when we piecemeal other people's paths and try to create our own, we almost will never get a true sense of clarity because we saw we took a little bit of this from this person over here and a little bit of that from this person over here and that person over there did this one thing and I'm going to borrow that. And, you know, it's not the worst way to create a, a strategy and a plan for yourself. But what will always happen, and I see this time and time again with my clients, is that something somewhere doesn't feel right or feels misaligned or feels really, really hard. And I'm not saying that your next career shouldn't be challenging. I'm a big, big, big proponent. My clients will tell you I'm a huge proponent of making sure you're challenging yourself and that you're not applying for roles that you're overqualified for. And you shouldn't be able to do 100% of the things that are on the job description. Those are wish lists, right? We think about it like when we're kids and we tell our parents all the things we want for our birthday uh, or all the things we want for the holidays since we're in the holiday season here. And well, the reality is, do we get the drum set and the guitar and the princess castle and the trip to Disney? Probably not. Uh, I know I didn't, <laughs> right? So it's it's a wish list though, right? Your parents will say, your guardians or whoever will say, you know, what's at the top of your list? What do you, what do you want most this year? And so that's the same, you know, when you think about companies that are putting job descriptions out there. 
they're just creating a wish list. And so it's a long-winded kind of <laughs> way to get to this point of, I want you to be able to challenge yourself. And I tell my clients this all the time. A role should be challenging, right? But it doesn't mean you have to have all the all the requirements, but doesn't it shouldn't be hard. And there's a big difference between challenging and hard, right? Challenging will it's tabbing on your skills or you know something that interests you, you have a desire to learn, it's something that's going to help kind of crack you open and grow. Whereas something that's hard is almost like an antithesis of, of who you are. And so what I find is when clients are coming to me and the process is hard, their current job that they're in right now is hard, um, the, their, the path that they're going on, their piecemealing from someone else just feels really hard. I'd always say that the journey should be hard, right? There's a lot of emotions that go into this, a lot of, you know, self-care that has to happen. And there's a lot of kind of mental angst that goes along with job searching and career transition. So the journey of it's hard. It's a lot of self-exploration, which cracks people open. And it's a mirror. This, this process becomes a mirror, but the actual process should be easy. It's one thing my clients say over and over and over and over and over again. Wow, this is easy. Wow, this is actually fun. Right? This process, if you're doing it right and you're coming from a place of true clarity, the process is easy. Again, the journey's hard. <laughs> and that's why I, I will say that I don't talk about this super, super often, but the majority, I give you the strategy in coaching. I give it to you. I lay an entire framework, exercises, ways to create your resume, ways to write your cover letter, how to exactly find your niche, how, how to interview, what you should do on your LinkedIn to get noticed, to get recruiters. I give you the answers to everything, everything. There's not one stone left unturned that I don't give you an answer to and to how to find, land, and love your dream L&D role. What we spend the majority of the time doing is coaching through those limiting beliefs and through the social conditioning that we have of not feeling good enough or smart enough, right? And so the reality is, is that until you get that sense of clarity, right, it will feel really, really, really hard. And then not only that does the journey feel hard, but the the actual process feels hard too. And that's why it becomes so disheartening. Whereas when you have that clear journey, I'm sorry, that clear process, then all you have to worry about is, okay, how do I get through this journey? And I have a support system of people to help me do that, whether it's through me and our group coaching and everyone in there, or if it's some other coach or external source, whatever it may be, you have to figure out the way to make the process easy. And you can't do that without a sense of clarity. And so that's why I want to do this three-day series. And they're going to be very brief because clarity actually doesn't take a lot. <laughs> you know, you might think that it does, but the reality is, is once you're able to turn that switch on of some self-introspection, you realize that you actually have all the answers. And that's a coach's job, right? Is to help pull these things out of you. What's happening right now is so many people, and this might resonate with you, are looking externally for the answers. You're looking at what Bobby Sue did over here, and what Joe Schmo did over there, and what John Schman did over here, and what, you know, leash me did over here, right? You are just constantly looking externally for the answers when they're internal to you. You're just not being asked or asking the right questions to yourself. So let's dive into day one of the Career Clarity uh, mini series here. And it's designed to help just shift your perspective a little bit into what exactly it is you want out of your next career. 
So every day I'm going to give you just a couple reflection questions to think about and to really sit down. A couple ways that I encourage you to do this is one, maybe just listen to the show. It's not going to be long. Listen to the episode in its entirety and just kind of sit there and take it in. Maybe you're on a walk or maybe you're in the car or I know many of you listen in the shower. Um, So hello if you're in the shower. Uh, But listen to it through, through, kind of get a sense for the type of questions and start start maybe brainstorming a little bit, jogging your brain. Then what I encourage you to do is either listen to it again, sit down with a notebook so you can pause it and you can reflect or write down these questions. And I'm going to send this out in an email too. So you should have, um, if you're on my email list, you'll get these questions in your email. Record yourself answering them. And I know that sounds like really scary to some of you, but what I find is when you just talk freely, sometimes, you know, writing for people is challenging. Their their brain's going faster than their uh, hand can go. Sometimes, and you don't have to record your face or anything, but voice record, do a voice memo, you know, record yourself on Zoom without camera, whatever. But just answer these questions. And I'm going to have you at the end kind of go back and and synthesize everything, but kind of have that there. So that's that's kind of some ways I, I recommend answering these questions. It's not just like, oh, let me think about this and move on. Like, no, really, if you really want to get clarity, really sit with these questions. All right. So today we're going to focus on your past. <laughs> You're like, oh no, please don't, please don't open that box. Um, and we're not going to go, you know, deep, 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 as deep as you think you, we might go, but we're going to talk about your past roles. And this is, these are questions that I ask my clients usually in our first one or two sessions. Uh, I really find out, as my one-on-one clients, I really find out you know, what it is about their past that kind of got them to the point that they're in today. And it's really important to understand, again, your own journey. This process is so unique to you. And again, that's why I talk about, I give you the strategy piece by piece of what to do, but the journey part of it, you can't piecemeal. It has to be uniquely yours. So when we think about the past, I want you to think about what were your past roles and not just the titles. Like, okay, sure, you can write down all the titles that you have, but I really want you to think about what did I do in my past role? Like, get very, very, very clear about that. So to do this, you know, you can, and it's not just like, oh, I was a teacher, I taught. Okay, we're got, we're taking it like several layers. What did you teach? How did you teach? What was your, you know, how did you put your curriculum together? What were some of the things, like outside of teaching, what, what did you do? Did you train other educators on how to use systems, right? I want you to get very, very, very specific about what does day in and day out look like? What did week to week look like? What did month to month look like? What did year to year look like? You know, being very, very specific about that. And for some people, it's it's categorizing. These are all my daily things that I did every single day. These were things that I did weekly. These were things that I did monthly. These are things that I did yearly or quarterly. So you can get very, very clear on that. You should have a long ass list. I, I don't know. There's no profession out there that I've worked with. And I've worked with pretty much almost every type of profession getting into learning and development there's no profession that you should have like two things on your list. So if that's the case, you're not going deep enough. One thing you can do is pull up similar job descriptions as well. So if you're struggling with it, you know, looking up what your what your job was. If you were a, you know, a science teacher, look up science teacher job descriptions out there to help you just jog your your memory, your mind a little bit. But I really want you to get super clear on what it was that you did. 
and all of your past roles. Okay. So this takes a little bit of time. Like I said, with my one-on-one clients, this is two full sessions that we do where they just talk. All I do is I ask these questions that I'm giving you right now, and they just talk and tell me about their entire experience. And it's such an important part of crafting this journey for them. So get really clear. Not only what were your past titles, but what is it that you did? Every single thing that you did, what was it? Write it down. Again, pull up some job descriptions if you need help with that or Google, but really be clear about it. It's not just like, oh, I was a teacher and I taught, right? It was, I, you know, I developed curriculum, you know, on a quarterly basis. I had to, you know, send in certain reports or assessments, right? So really thinking about that. And if it's easier, do that daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly list. So once you do that, and you kind of have this long ass list, (laughs) I want you to go through and I want you to start to figure out what did you do on this list that you absolutely loved. And I want, when I say loved, I know that's a very, it can be a very vague word, right? But what was it that lit you up or excited you? Or my favorite thing for you to think about, what if these things gave you energy, and I utilize the, the word energy a lot in my coaching because I have seen, and I, because I talk a lot about right role, right company. And at the right role, you're going to be living in your strengths. And I'm a strengths finders coach. You get that as part of the group coaching program as a bonus, finding out what your strengths are and, and the, the full report one through 34. And what I find is that when people are in the wrong role, they're not in the right role for their strengths. That's the problem. And it's because the work that they're doing uh, isn't giving them energy. In fact, it's taking all of their energy from them. And so I really want you to think about when you go back to this list right here, what did I do that I loved, got me excited, gave me energy? So for example, I knew that when I was you know, facilitating a really specific challenging subject, or I was helping problem solve with another educator, whatever it may be, right? That energized me. That was exciting, right? So I really want you to think about and maybe highlight or underline or circle, you know, what are the things that are on this list that you love? And I want you to really, again, get super granular. So this this will probably require you now to go back into that first question and really look at that list and and get even further, right? Because I hear it a lot. Oh, I'm a teacher. What do you love so much? I love the kids. Great. That's amazing. I'm glad you love the kids. A lot of teachers love the kids, right? So I want you to dive deeper. What What do you mean you loved the kids? Did you love helping them get through personal challenges? Did you love teaching a particularly challenging subject to them? Did you love helping them understand really complex topics? Right? Yes. Okay. You love the kids, but what was it? What was it about? You know, the kids. Right? Was it? You know, that they were kids who were particularly challenging and you were able to really help them cope with something, right? So really, really thinking about it. So this will require you to go back into that first list and say, hmm, I might actually need to get a little bit more granular here. I wrote down teaching, but what I really need to write down is, you know, I taught complex subjects or I taught, you know, kids how to get through personal challenges, right? So really thinking about that. So that first step, you're writing down what your past roles were and everything that you did in that role, everything. That next question is, what did you do 
what that was on that list that you absolutely loved, excited you, sparked a lot of joy, curiosity, and most importantly, gave you energy, right? So there's a difference between something that gives you energy and something that doesn't deplete your energy. And that's why, again, really focus on utilizing strengths finders to help people find their next role. And that's why I say find, land, and love because your job should give you energy. It should excite you. It should energize you. Not every second of every day, but as a whole, you know, when you hear people, oh, I'm so excited to wake up every morning. That's because they're operating in their strengths. They like physically, they go into work and or log on, you know, remotely. And because they're living in their strengths, it is charging. Working is charging their battery. That doesn't mean you're a live to work person or a work to live, whatever it may be. Right. It just means that you are so aligned with the role that you are doing that it is giving you energy. It is recharging your battery naturally. I talk so much about strengths finders in our group coaching because it is like your top five, your top 10 are like your heart beating. It's you don't even think about it. It's just these are innate strengths to you. And so when you're able to tap in, it's not any work. It's not an energy suck. And in fact, it's the exact opposite. And so that's what I want you to think about in the second question is what gave you that energy? Now, <laughs> after you do that, and you probably feel, you'll probably you feel a little euphoric after this. I always love doing this activity because people just like light up and you can just see, especially on Zoom, like a shift in their body language or talking about all the things that energize them or they loved or, you know, even sparked curiosity or some sort of joy for them. But then I asked the question of, okay, what did you absolutely hate? What stole your energy? What was an energy vampire that you did? So going up there, you know, it might be grading papers or it might be, you know, having to deal with really challenging parents or those type of things, right? What was, what, and for other people that might be what gave them energy, right? I have, I have clients who are like, I loved the challenging parents, like that, like winning them over, like, whoo, that was like, that was my gold star moment, right? So again, this is why this is so unique to everyone because what one person loves, the other person hates and vice versa, right? So you can't follow someone else's path because you don't know all the things about their past role that they didn't like or that they loved or gave them energy. And what gave them energy isn't necessarily going to give you energy. Again, it's why I use strengths finders because I I think and don't quote me on this, but I think you have a one in, I think it's 660 million chance of having the same top five or top 10 strengths as someone else in the world in the same order, right? It's so unique. And so when you utilize that, you're creating your own unique framework here. And so I really want you to go through that list and think, wow, okay, what, what sucked a life out of me? What do I never want to do again? Never want to do anything adjacent to this again and get really clear on that. And again, it might mean that you're going back to that first question and adding things that you didn't even think about, right? So this list will kind of continue to grow as you're going through these questions. So the last question I want you to ask yourself for today is in these past roles, and you're going to do this for every role that you've had. And so this might be that you, even though you've been a teacher or an educator, you might have been at different schools or school districts, right? You might have had many past careers. I have uh, clients who were teachers and then administrative assistants or in higher education um, and then in learning and development, right? There is no, I have clients who are VPs of learning and development who are looking for their next role. So no matter where you are on your career transition journey, you can utilize these questions. And so the last question I want you to think about is in these past roles that you had, what were the things you really wanted to do, 
but didn't do or couldn't do or shouldn't do. Right. So really, and this is where you're going to get a little more introspective. It's a little less black and white than the, the previous three questions. You know, what were some things that you were held back from doing? Or And held back can be from the toxic work environment. It could be from rules and regulations and laws. Held back from your own self-limiting beliefs. I really want you to get clear on what were the things you really wanted to do in these roles, but didn't get to do or couldn't do or didn't think you could do. And so get really clear on that. And as we go through the next couple days, I really want you to utilize this list. This list is going to be like our core. So I don't want you to skip ahead to the next two days um, without doing this one. So (laughs) take the afternoon today or even don't necessarily listen the next couple days um, if you really need some time to do this. And this could be something that you come back to also. So maybe you answer the first question, go for a little walk, make some lunch or dinner, whatever time it is, wherever you are, get some work done, you know, really take your time on this and come back to it. Or, you know, you know, if some, several of you are doing it together, that's amazing to kind of share your, your answers with each other, but you know, get really clear on this. We're going to utilize this list tomorrow. Um, and the next day, and we're going to keep going back to it. We're going to keep, keep building upon it as well. So take some time today, make yourself a cup of tea, some coffee, grab a glass of wine, your favorite beverage, (laughs) and really sit with yourself. This, the, the part that's in the past is always the part that takes the most amount of work. So once you get through today, the rest is going to be smoother sailing but it really is thinking about in in the past. And I do want to put this out there for my teachers who are listening. I know that is a big group of you listening to this. And recently in a workshop I was doing, a lot of teachers were saying, there's nothing I enjoyed or I'm so broken down that I can't even think about it. And I really want to challenge you to push through that. I know it's really hard. Um, maybe if it's not pushing through it, maybe it's pushing around it. Maybe it's just kind of taking a peek to, to around around that that feeling. And think about, you know, what was it that brought you to teaching in the first place? So this is for my teachers out there because I know it's a really tough time. I know a lot of you are on break right now and really assessing 2022. And so I want you to think about what brought you to teaching in the first place and kind of look at it from from that lens when you're answering that question. So are these questions. So take all of this in, feel free to DM me on LinkedIn, what you're going through, kind of what's coming up for you. And I'm, I'm around, I'm relatively kind of off this week. I gave all my clients the week off to just really reset and you know, so many great things are happening for them. And I'm here to answer the questions that come up for you all. So we'll be back tomorrow and the next day looking at, um, future ways and looking at ways to really get clear on all of this. Clarity is the number one thing that you need. And a lot of people don't talk about it. They just say, here's a strategy, do this strategy. But there's so much of the strategy that has to do with you. And that's what my strategy is about. I give you a framework, but it's a framework that is able to be molded and shaped based on you and your strengths and what lights you up and not just someone else's journey. And I really took this strategy too. I mean, having 
coached just this year alone, know over 50 people into a career transition in and within learning and development. You know, I looked, I took a step back and looked and said, okay, what was the thread that tied all these together? How did all these people get these incredible roles making so much money, being so highly valued, just absolutely loving waking up every single day. That's why I wake up every single day because I know so many people are waking up every single day loving their roles right now. And I want more people to be able to do that. And you can do that too. So get started on this. If you are ready to jump in and get the strategy, get the support, come join us in the group coaching program. It is live. We're going to kick off on January 13th. We meet weekly. You get 40 plus videos, worksheets, uh, modules on the strategy piece and how to tailor it specifically to you. You get weekly coaching from me. Uh, You have access to all of this for six months. So no matter where you are on your journey, if you're just starting out, if you've been doing this for several months, you get six months of of support uh, depending on on what it is that you you exactly need and the the pace that you want to go at. So you have this nice, beautiful window to, to work within to have as much support as you need in the six months. Right now, it's still at the 2021 price, which is the same price that I charged when this was an eight-week-long program. So from eight weeks to six six months, uh, the price is going up on January 2nd. So make sure if you are interested, lock in your spot now. I'd love to have you. As soon as you sign up, you get access to all of the modules. So if you are on break right now, this is a really wonderful time to get started on the strategy piece, start figuring out what your niche is, create that, get that clarity, that career blueprint that I was talking about, start to figure out what your your resume is going to look like. I give you a very specific formula on how to write a resume that gets you noticed and gets you through all the minutia out there. We then go into writing your cover letter, how to write one that gets you noticed. It's also templatized. Same thing with your resume. You're never going to have to redo your resume after you utilize this formula. It'll be a one and done situation. And then look at networking and connection and building relationships and how to create a LinkedIn profile that recruiters are coming to you at. And then, of course, interviewing. How do you stand out before, during, and after an interview? So you get all that strategy that comes in comes in the in the program and you get access to that immediately on top of that you also get the overnight trainer signature course which is a crash course in all things learning and development meaning that if you're struggling with how to speak the language of corporate learning and development this will tell you all the right words that you need to know what i love about this course is that when my clients take it they leave the course and for the most part say oh my gosh i already knew most of that I just didn't know what it was called. And so now when they go into interviews, they have a really clear understanding of how to speak the language and it builds their confidence and it will build yours too. So come and join us. Uh, if you do register by the second, when you register by the second, because you are going to come and join us, it's we're just having so much fun in there. Uh, you do get a free strengths finders assessment as well, like I was talking about in this episode and uh, a free strengths finders coaching group coaching session with everyone who early registers as well. Uh, and you also get access to a really fun mini series I'm doing in February all around building confidence in the uh, career space. And as you're, you're transitioning and how to, how to really break through some of those self-limiting beliefs that we have around what we're actually capable of. So you'll get access to those things for free. Uh, so come join us. And if you, again, any questions, please, please, please DM me. I am I'm going to be getting my toes done today and just hanging out and some dinner plans. We're visiting family 
in Los Angeles. We're here for, for three weeks. And so I'm here to answer your questions. Please do not be shy. I love talking to you in the DMs. And if we need to hop on a call to talk a little bit more about the career coaching program and if it's right for you, reach out to me. I'm happy to hop on a quick 15, 20 minute Zoom with you to, to see if we're a good fit for each other. So have an awesome day. Start to get clear and I will see you back here tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM, or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning. Thank you.